Hey everybody and welcome along to this week's edition of the Irish Golfer Podcast. Peter Finnan here and joined as always for the last time by John Craven. I know, you're going to need a new intro. Yeah, we're going to need a new intro. And joined as always by <laughs> Roman McNamara and then everyone will sigh and be like, oh, oh where's John? <laughs> Feelings mutual. <laughs> <laughs> What's the story, lads? All golfed out, I think. All golfed out. Yeah. It was some week. Epic week. Yeah, we were meant to jump on and do a podcast last week. But I was John disappointed. Where well, were you? Yeah, well, myself and Ronan ended up at the Open from Monday, and it was just a disaster. We didn't have the right gear. We'd all sorts. Yeah, we're not set up for these outside broadcasts properly yet. It's, we need to get together. Big time. Yeah, I was waiting to hear all your, like, what was happening, feet on the ground, stuff like that. Fairness to Ronan, enjoyed his articles. They painted nice picture, very artsy in the the pattering rain on the clubhouse windows. <laughs> as Patrick Harrington, it was like, oh, no, we were doing good Insta stories. We were messing around with that behind the scenes stuff, tour around the, you know, on the ground, old school, right? Yeah. Right, where do we get started with this? Right, we have to, like obviously the open, but what were your thoughts on it? What? I loved it. I, I, I I'll let Ronan start. Go on, yeah. Ronan. You you were there all weekend. I bailed on Thursday. Um, you bailed just when it got bad. I think. I know. Yeah, I got the good <laughs> weather and got out. Um, no, You're like it's it's not going to be a championship that people are going to remember. I don't think just because of the leaderboard and who won. Even though, like, that's probably harsh on Brian Harmon. Like, he played sensational golf, especially on the weekend. And I think people were kind of skeptical about about Hoy Lake as a golf course. But you have to say it was an outstanding test of golf. Like, take Brian Harmon out of it. And nobody got past seven under. Yeah, like it's just it's just unfortunate that once in the blue moon someone does come out and are in a league of their own and play in a completely different golf course. Everybody else, which obviously does spoil the tournament a little bit. But now he was a really really deserving winner. I thought like and it's testament to his mental like capacity. Two days in a row, bogey two of the first five holes, and he bounced back straight away. Every time he made a bogey, he bounced back, and he just kept the field at bay. Like the weather, the weather suited him on Sunday because it kind of took 63 or 64 out of the equation. But, like, he didn't let anyone in, didn't give a bone to the field or anything. No one could get near him. And it was a it was a procession in the end, really, on, the, on that back nine. But, um, no, it was a... The crowd was really good. Great atmosphere. Record crowd, I think, outside uh, St. Andrews. Some of the scenes in the crowd were unsavoury, and Pete will get to that. But, <laughs> um, no, I think just a great atmosphere about having sporting events in Liverpool full stop. Like, it's a great city. The atmosphere in the... City centre on one of the nights was buzzing, so I think it was just a, a great week all around, even though it was slightly spoiled by the f- biblical weather on Sunday. Like, that was just a nightmare. I've never seen rain like it. You ended up in the Cavern Club on Saturday night as well. Ended up in the Cavern Club on Saturday you myself. Have to myself do and Quinn are jiving away. <laughs> <laughs> in with the Elfless, you're in so mad. And I tell you what, like, the crowd was old as well. I was one of the younger people there, I'd say. So, um, I was definitely out of my comfort zone in there. But no, Cavern Club was really good and definitely a a great box to tick. On the week that's in it as well, actually, Danny, my brother, had his first baby last week. Oh, did you not know that? No, no I, I did not. That. Yeah, yeah. And like just what you're saying about the Cavern Club, he named her Penny. Ah, oh, Penny Lane. But yeah, <laughs> honestly, Penny and Lane is the second name, Penny Lane. No Penny. way. Yeah, L-A-Y. There you go. Yeah. So congratulations, congrats, Danny. Danny, yeah. But yeah, just on the, on the Beatles uh, stuff. But yeah, no. Um, I do like Ronan talking up there. Uh, Liverpool is such a great champion city and all, as if he isn't the biggest Liverpool fan going I know, there. yeah, like I didn't want to cut across PR, there, like, yeah, just like, <laughs> You didn't get down to the docks to see Everton's new ground, right? No, did you know? I stayed well away from yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I, like, 
for uh, like, like Roland said, I bailed. They were giving out sun cream the day I bailed. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they they those um they replaced the COVID hand sanitizer station with, with sun, sun cream. cream it's brilliant. <laughs> Going around like uh, like all the new so normal. I was only there for all the preview stuff. Walked the course uh, a few times, sort of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Got out of Dodge then on Thursday, um, first day of the championship. But you know, I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, atmosphere was unbelievable, and it didn't on the Wednesday, to it. yeah, well, the, Wednesday we put up the, Ronan oh, took the, the video. Practice <laughs> walking up eighteen with Mark, walking up eighteen with Mark, like it was literally twenty thousand people it in was the stands. Like probably it was like loud, a Sunday, as loud as it got all week. I'd say yeah. it was on, yeah. on the Wednesday, but um, I complained before we started this about the location of our media center, but. What I really loved about it was like it was right beside the chipping green. Yeah. And I stood there for forty five minutes to an hour one day just watching <laughs> lads chip. Like it was unreal. Yeah, I was <laughs> laugh at you. We were uh, on the Tuesday or the Wednesday where we were walking out. Victor Hovland was hitting these chips and I was I said to Ron, tell him to hit a fizzy nipper. <laughs> he started pissing himself. Oh what? I was like, tell him to hit a fizzy nipper. Hitting fizzy <laughs> nippers there. Then <laughs> he started hitting these little squeezy fizzy nippers then like over a pop bunker with a bit of check on. I was like, was unbelievable. that's a fizzy nipper. There you go. He's improved in that department big time. I actually Rick. had. I know, uh, like Ricky got uh, Ricky got heckled for not taking the the Forty ers stuff with leads. But I walked by on the Monday. Uh, Justin Thomas was on that chip and green. Walked by and was looking at him, and like he obviously was taking that. Like it was only two yards from. There's no one else really around, and I just said lose, 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 lose. <laughs> and he looked at me like I had two heads and just like totally blanked me. Looked back down on his ball as if to say. What are you saying to me, you spastic? Yeah, well, he better get used to it. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just, get, and I was just walking on. Give I him the Bielsa not. book, educate yeah. him on the yeah. club. <laughs> and it was beautiful. And it was beautiful, yeah. He needs to watch, yeah. That needs to be a prerequisite of buying shares in Leeds United. They need to watch that Take Take Us Home. The, the Bielsa oh, thing on I Amazon. haven't watched any of these get away. That's a niche market. I'd say. I say speed to buy into the whole Leeds thing. He did, didn't he? I, yeah, but he in, did, in he's over the line. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Buy I mean, into yeah, the concept of actually the concept owning it. Yeah. The, yeah. Because his golf game trends like Leeds. He's like yeah. winning majors. <laughs> then he's he's close to fucking <laughs> yeah. corn ferry. Then he he's back bit, up. He is a bit like Bielsa in a way. It's just chaos yeah. when he's on form. Like it is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be tread carefully here, young Ronan. Tread carefully. Um, right. No, but it turned like the event itself. Right. It. Uh, we'll get into the course. We'll get into all that sort of stuff. But the event itself. It was a huge anti-climax for any like I I found it like I was engulfed in it. I I enjoyed it. I watched it. It was a serious game of chess, um, but Brian Harmon was just too good as a front runner. He got out in her head, and like looking back on it, I don't know why we're surprised. Like he's you know he's a world's top twenty-five player. He's achieved some good things in the game without being great. Uh, he showed promise, obviously. In his junior days, he's been on the radar for a long, long time. But no one gets inside the world's top 50 without being an absolute, like, baller. Well, he hasn't lost his PGA Tour card ever since yeah. he's got it. I think it's 17 seasons or something, um, which is insane. Um, yeah, I thought everything was against him. Like, going into the week, you'd think. Bar the golf course. Um, yeah, yeah, Bart, as it turns out. But I think the weather definitely helped him because he was pulling driver pretty much every tee, knowing that the bunkers weren't in play. Because there was no run out in yeah. the ball, I thought that was a massive advantage. But yeah, like you have to tip the cap to him. Like his his putting was outrageous. I think he missed one putt inside ten feet. Yeah, all fifty-eight week. of fifty-nine putts inside ten feet. Only dropped six shots for the entire week in that weather. Yeah. Ah, listen. Yeah. yeah. And four of them were at the weekend. 
Yeah. Like, well, like he's, the type, he's the type of player that will do well to win five times in his career just because of the type of player he is. And like he goes the most course on the PGA Tour. He'd yeah. Be like a Zach Johnson or Gray McDowell back in the day. You just can't really compete on some of those golf courses. That doesn't mean you're any, any less of a player. Definitely not. No, well, and this is the thing about why this was so beautiful, I think. For the game itself of golf, like the Open throws up these things. It is the greatest test that they'll face all year. I can categorically say from playing golf yesterday in the Pistons Arena, yeah. as can you, uh, John, like when you're playing an open road, of course, like that, set up championship-wise, and the elements are thrown at you. Like Brian Harmon hit, I th- he, I'd say he's worn new grooves in his three-iron all week. He hit that many three-irons, two-irons, four-irons, four. I, I would say every player in that field that made the weekend used every club in their bag. No and there doubt. is not one more tournament that they will play this year that they will do that. This is normally, like golf as we know it now, is hit it as far as you can, get it down there, and be left six irons, 230 yards. Whereas the boys were forced to hit six irons, 160 yards. Yeah. And that's golf. That's the golf I grew up on. Like, I know we're in a we're in a weird... Like, golf has changed in the last decade, uh, 15 years to a more it's more of an athlete's game it's quicker it's faster it's stronger it's and guys like Brian Harmon are not part of that equation but it's lovely to see that old school artistry come to the front on a course like Royal Liverpool and the Open throws these type of storylines up all the time I, 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 I tend to disagree with you and I think we're talking Harmon down a little bit I disagree with you and he won't get more than I said he'd do well to for, he'd do he well to, yeah. yeah. I I don't think so. I think I think he'll like this is no Todd Hamilton, Ben Curtis no. job. This is uh this is a proper player and now that he has the belief in himself and he kicks on, I, I think he will be a bit of a force. Like Zach Johnson won a lot of fucking PGA tour events. He like I know like I we watched Zach Johnson hunt Tiger down at his own tournament. And put pressure on him in a playoff and made Tiger make mistakes and stuff like that. Because he just doesn't go away. I think Harmon's going to be that type of guy that just doesn't go away. And he's now... A, he's from, like... He's a style of golfer from, like, yesteryear. Things that you would have appreciated 10 yeah. years ago. Pitching, chipping, and, and great putting. But, like... And you said golf is becoming an, an athletic game. Like, I actually saw McElroy hit one of those two irons into the par five, that, uh, the fifth. And I just thought, there's something so satisfying about someone drilling a long iron but you're hitting the ball to like 45 feet and mm. it's considered a good shot. Yeah. Like anywhere else, it's just, you can throw a dart at it. That's what made this so good though. Like it was, it was, it was boringly good. But golf as his best, golf at its best is boringly good like that. Like you said, scoring wise, Harmon was the only man to get to 9, 10, 11 and 12 of anyone all week under. Seb Stracker got to 8 under for two holes. That's it. Like so... No one could, like, the weather helped his, the way he approached the game helped. It was like someone in the Tour de France just got out in front of the peloton and just, you just couldn't catch him because the wind changed or something happened and they just couldn't get near him. No one could make a run of him. The conditions were just too tough. A lot of people were saying that some of those difficult holes and down the stretch with the wind direction played into his strengths as a left-hander with his ball flight yeah. as well, which... Um, 
like like take advantage if you can like that's great i'm yeah all for it we're three vertically challenged men here pint-sized men exactly like, and brian Harmon's shown that anything's possible lads get out onto that driving range do what you can do um, and he did his damage on the greens like like he he it wasn't just on the greens like we're talking his putting like the putting definitely he holds 452 foot of putts for the week so anything over 100 feet a day is like off the charts crazy but McElroy, yeah. I had a look at this. Uh, I think McElroy held 380, which yeah, know, really kind yeah. of flies in the face but, of that. Uh, Harman held 58 to 59 puts from inside 10 yeah, feet. Yeah, that was there, the difference. There's the difference. Yeah. That was the difference. Um, no, we'll get into Rory now in a minute. We'll uh, like, we'll no, like, we'll hold off on the disappointment now for a few minutes. Yeah, it was a bit of an anti-climax at the end, but Harman, it, it, Harman just was world class. Like You left, and I can honestly say the atmosphere died a death on Friday afternoon. Because Pete was, left. Yeah, because yeah. Pete left. Pete left. What <laughs> <laughs> happens? There was no one going around chanting Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. <laughs> but uh, like it was Justin Thomas's ear was clear. <laughs> it was like, like it was a carnival atmosphere leaving the 18th green on Thursday night because of what McElroy did with that up and down. And then he, I think he just shot 70 on day two. He was our Friday morning, mm. and you know, it was still a bit of buzz. You know, you're right in there, but at the same time, Harmon was already at 10. And then he gets a 10, finishes 10, and then Fleetwood is the local boy out in the afternoon, bringing the, the whole six. crowd with him. Doesn't do anything. And you could just feel walking around that there was a, it was really still. You couldn't hear any any distant claps or any distant cheers. Like it did, die a death. And that's I suppose that's credit to Harmon. Quiet down the home crowd, and none of the top dogs barked, man. Like they, I, it was well, totally they on. Ah, they didn't. Who oh, barked? I thought they did. Well, Rory Ram. Rory did not bark. We just say he meowed. He didn't bark. <laughs> he meowed. Not, not a whole. Well, they did. It was just Harmon was too far ahead. Any, I felt anytime McElroy looked like he was going to put himself in the picture, he completely exploded. Like it, uh, you it, can't say he completely exploded. He no, did. Oh, like, I totally stand right. over that. I have no issue with that. Anytime he got to six, seven, he like his game left him. And I like I know the conditions are tough and stuff, but he has a caddy keeping him dry. We didn't have that yesterday. <laughs> Um, no, I was like, I just think that again, it's but I no not, one did. No one was able to. Yeah, race. none of the top. Oh, that's exactly what I said. And you said they did. John is right because the no, only no one was the only, the, only, the, gap. the only time yeah, he played the bark. the only time Rory played the back nine under par was on Thursday, birdie fourteen to fifteen to come in one under. On uh, Friday he was two under through five. Saturday three under through five. And yes, and that was the worst he could have been. He could have yeah. been six under through five. Like, like I don't, I don't think he played particularly well on rounds one, two, and four. But I thought on Saturday he was sensational, tee to green, yeah. and held nothing. But he held a lot of power putts from the distance. He was missing his birdie putts, which was mm, a, yeah, was a weird exactly. One. That, and I don't like that. Has to be a pressure thing again. And between it is a pressure thing, but it's a pressure thing that he's constantly he's in. Like since he since since twenty fifteen now. And the majors, he's a twenty top ten finishes. Mm. Like it, it's off the charts, yeah. and he's still there. Every major this year, there thereabouts. Like the door has to open for Rory. Michael. He never felt in contention this one. No, he didn't. No. But well, for a little bit of it, when he got into it for on like Saturday, ten minutes, yeah, half hour, forty <laughs> yeah. minutes, or something like that. But that that's not down to Rory McIlroy. That's down to Harmon being just clinical this week, and that seems to happen a bit. Like Wyndham Clark was clinical at LACC, but McIlroy wasn't. He wasn't no, but it, like, and, but that's the thing. You come up against, but McElroy wasn't. But neither was the. But whole why doesn't Wyndham Clark come up against McElroy clinical? Yeah, yeah I know. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not. Bobby McIntyre did last week, like, two weeks well, ago. Like everyone's going to say, oh, well, we left shots out there when Harmon was ten under on Friday. I said that's the winning score, and I was looking watching it yesterday, 
The only man I think that was capable of getting to 10 under was Jason Day. The amount of putts that man missed on Sunday yeah. was criminal. Which is and totally unlikely. Probably Ram for the amount of putts he missed over the first two days. But no one was getting past 10 under. 10 under was a winning score, whether Harmon shot you know, 20 or 11 under. Once you got to that 10 under mark, you were high and dry. What I, and whatever about Rory's putting, I thought he drove the ball really poorly for the most part. Anytime he needed a drive, yeah. especially on par fives, it, like he went into the bunker. Yeah, he left himself in a bit of bother. But they, uh, they were tough that, conditions. That, car- that carried on from the US Open. He did that as well. Yeah. 14, missed the fairway. So where are we, like, we're looking at Rory's overall season, right? How how do you assess, like, do you agree what Rory McIlroy said in his press conference afterwards then? Like, he didn't speak to the media a couple of days, I know, yeah. but he did speak... Yesterday after that, and he, like he's playing well. He, I thought he'd win this week, and I haven't thought he'd win for a few yeah. years. So in, in that sense, I'd he say this, he'd win as this well. was a positive year. But like I think he's he's definitely taken a step forward on the previous years without a win. But yeah, but the question win. mark remains, and it's a big one. He'll kick on and probably win the FedEx Cup now. Yeah, that's the and thing. I couldn't give less. Of a no, I know, I know, but that's the thing. But it's hard to believe that's two weeks that the playoffs start in two weeks. Yeah. How are the majors over? But I don't believe that Rory McIlroy peaked in Scotland the week before. No, I think he went in there with his game peaking, and he just can't produce it for one readers and another. Like he still produces it to a level, as you said, it's going to get him a top ten, and it is amazing that he can do that. But it just feels like taking nothing away from Harmon. He told but his golf this week was good enough to win. McIlroy's golf, I thought this week was, it was just somebody was just world class. Rory but took on shots that he, he didn't need to. And and uh, to be honest, I thought he, he was, was too pushing. conservative. Event. I didn't think he pushed as hard. He had that driving iron out the whole time. Yeah, but that driver, ah, but like you have I know to, he like, can molest the bunkers, like, the bunkering in that golf course. Oh no, no, in, I like, know, yeah, the protection around that. But I there were a couple of holes. Like, what is it? The fourth is reachable, or the third? Yeah. Like the lads were literally driving the green to a little a chip, um, chip on Rory was missing the fairway and struggling for par kind of thing. Like, it, I don't know. Alex McGuire took it on on Friday. Fair play to him. Like it, it just felt like there there wasn't a big danger he, in taking that hole huh? on. What did he carry in the hole though? Par. Like oh, he was, he, he drove it in the greenside bunker. Yeah, I'm not comparing Alex McGuire to Rory McIlroy. <laughs> no, but on my last I'm just podcast. saying, I'm just saying, like if you if you go for the green, end up in one of those bunkers, like you're in, you're in trouble. People like on it's the just, golf it's course, it's his as weapon, well. so I use it. Like if yeah. I have his weapon, Royal Liverpool it. in conditions that we were served up at the weekend is not the type of golf course you try and bully. It just doesn't. Brian Harmon didn't try. Yeah, I'm not saying every hole. No, but I like know. There were just times where no. I was like, "Come on, you Rory, just back yourself." That, there. Like, yeah, but it's just—it's too. The stats just don't point to doing that around that golf course. It they just don't. And that's you hit the nail in the head with Brian Harmon. He could mince his driver because he's forty yards back from Rory at the best of times. Yeah, and that was just shy of some trouble on a lot of holes. Yeah, and the shape of the hole suited the way he was hitting it, and he was able to flight it well. McIlroy can't hit his driver that gently to, and mm. these things are just card record. Like we've seen, and it's not the first time the RNA have done it. The changing of the bunkers, um, you know, they had them flat on Thursday. They made a mistake doing that with the bunkers around there because that course is protected well enough. Yeah, without lads having to hit backwards and sideways, and everyone under lips and uh, worn out. So they did a good job then and bringing it up a revet and angling them a little bit and left it like that. I I don't think we'll see flat bunkers at Open Championships like that again, mm. uh, because they've they've learned a valuable lesson there again. Maybe around St Andrews or something like that. They're trying to protect, but like Highlight does not need protection. It's a beast. Yeah, no, that was a shame. But any, like, without going too much into McIlroy, like just to talk about Harmon again, um, 
like I do think he was unbelievable. I like twenty six and a half puts he averaged around. Um, like the one thing I would have loved was if he was paired with Ram on the last day, and it wasn't Cameron Young. Cameron Young just doesn't put well. There was no fear factor there. Like, I would have loved if Ram could have just made a couple of early birdies as he was making bogeys, and it would have mm. really made it interesting. That never happened. Um, and I just thought Harm was deadly the way he used the crowd. Like, but it sounds like he was getting booed in the first tee. You probably heard that, yeah. Ronan. Shambles. Um, or your man saying, like, you don't have the stones for this or whatever, and he just used that. He was like, you, if you wanted me to lose, you should have been nice to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he totally used that as fuel for his fire. I thought that was deadly. And, yeah, his whole attitude was like, don't be the hunted, like, be the hunter. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. Go on, butcher. Yeah, He was, you know, we look back, though, like, a course like this. Like, Tiger picked this place apart like a surgeon in 2016. Like, just A to B. Hit one driver all week. The place was nearly dead. It was like the moon. It yeah. was just... The dream, though. Yeah. But it was... He picked it apart like a surgeon. Brian Harmon did exactly the same thing in the total opposite conditions. He yeah. just picked this place apart. And in a power era, it's just so refreshing to see accuracy like that matter. Yeah. That, and that, that's, that's what I take away from this. As a small little follically challenged young fella. <laughs> same, <laughs> same, same growth scorers. Same growth scorers Macquarie had in 2014. Yeah. Just the only difference is the tenth was changed from a par five to a par four. Mm. So, like, there's your, I suppose, like, nine years on, there's your course being able to stand the test of time. But, like, 340, this is 340 events, Brian Harmon, uh, on the PGA Tour. This is his third win. Like, he uh, did come in, I think he's uh, three top 20s coming into the event mm. and he was T6 or something last year. So in hindsight, as, at 100 to 1 plus, he was an absolute, like, yeah. definitely backing for top 10. He was in it. contention in Scotland last week as well. Exactly, so. this is what I mean. Like, moves it, into it was, top 10 in the world rankings now as well. Yeah. It's mad. Like, he's like, trending in the right direction. Moves from 18 to 6 in the FedEx Cup. Uh, he... A lot He'll of people are saying he's like the, Cup. what they thought Kevin Kistner was going to be. Brian Harmon is yeah. as well. I've been seeing a lot of Ryder that. Ryder Cup, Ryder Cup 100%. Has Mac McElroy was asked, like, how will Brian Harmon's life change? It's not life changing with all the money that's around, but it is career changing for him. Yeah. Like, he's a, a, a completely new status now. His life won't change anyway if he's just buying a new tractor as his plan. <laughs> I think his life's going to stay the same. But do you look at the list of people. Did you feel like he ruined that major for you? The last major of the year. Like, did any? Is there any part of you that feels he ruined this open for us? Yeah, because like, even though it was it was pissing rain, like, and it was it's my first time doing the full week at the open. Like, I was at the, I just came out down for the weekend last year, so there was no reason for me to go out and get soaked, which is kind of disappointing. So I, I was kind of <laughs> like shut off from the atmosphere, just waiting for it all to be over. So in that respect, yes, but that's not like to talk down on him. Mm. He won because he was miles better And it's else. unusual we were, we were highlighting the distance Like in the last 25 years There has been One, two, three Seven players including Harmon That have won majors By six shots or more Yeah like it's, it's Can you name them? No I couldn't name them Probably Sheffield Tiger is Woods them, is, is probably well, most to, yeah, <laughs> No he's not most I'll go through the list of it It's actually mad So 20 McElroy is one of them isn't Harman, Yeah McElroy yeah. is two of them He's uh, eight, Bryson yeah. DeChambeau uh, in 2020 US Open won by six. Lowry won by six in Portrush. I actually I I did not know that. 
mad we followed him around. Remember us oh, following him, John? Sucked, like, yeah. I didn't think that was a six shot win. That's mad because it like it wasn't over till he hit his tee shot on seventeen. Very similar mm. to this, but like uh, Martin Keimer, twenty fourteen U.S. Open won by eight. Then you have a couple of McElroy eight shot wins, twenty twelve PGA Championship and twenty eleven U.S. Open. Then we had Louis winning the 2010 Open Championship by seven. Jeez, I don't remember that mm. being the walkover. He, he yeah. won that though because he got the right side of the draw on the second day. I remember. Matt and then shot an 80 or something. Tiger won around St Andrews in 2000 by eight. 87 shots by eight. Yeah. And then Tiger won 2000 US Open by 15. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. There's a couple of things I draw from that. Uh, Harriman and Larry it wouldn't be like you know the power hitters. They'd be the placement they're artists yeah and Keimer similar to Harriman didn't really have anybody chasing him I think Keimer's nearest challenger going to Sunday was Eric Compton Bubba in, Watson in Pinehurst and like Ricky Fowler might come second or something mm. so you, you get a bit of luck as well with like lads maybe not performing but no, it's interesting you say that it doesn't happen too often but when it does it's bloody boring it's <laughs> nice to see as well the uh these Odyssey versus Jailbird putters that the boys were using, Wyndham Clark and Ricky, like they were kind of dominating on tour. It's mad that a, like... That's some machine that your man's using. Yeah, it's like, it's a 2016 model uh, tailor-made Spider OSCB putter. So it's like, it's an old putter. I um, wielded it well. It's nearly bigger than him. Yeah, honest to God. Like it's a huge joke. Um, you'd, wonder, you'd wonder why he's so bald, though. Because he used to have a massive mop of hair on him. That That's life, sadly. Age will catch yeah. you. What age are you now, Ronan? I'm 26 yeah. in I think two I weeks. just saw a hair fall I was gonna, Yeah, when I was 26, yeah. I was saying the same thing, laughing at lads. You nah, get to 30 it, then, it That's the it. beginning to the end. It the the end. Yeah, stop. <laughs> it had started. You're all right for now, Ronan. You're all right for now. Um, I to answer that question, you asked Ron, my the weather ruined the open for me, not Brian Harmon. I am, I feel so ripped off when like links golf was all about firm and fast ground hurling, use the conditions, all the rest, and we just really didn't have any of that. Like that course would have been so much more fun. It was a lot easier to avoid the bunkers because the ball wasn't running on the ground. Um, and the other people that ruined the open for me were the the players that I thought would have rose the occasion over the weekend who just didn't hold putts. Like that, it ultimately came down to putts, um, and Harm didn't miss, and the lads missed Buckalows, McElroy, Tommy Fleetwood melted on the big occasion. Um, the usual suspects didn't didn't show up at all. Shuffley, Cantley, um, would be saying that for twenty years, <laughs> never going to win a major. Did Shuffley make the cut? Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. But um, yeah, like it, it was up to lads to to. Like at least make an interest and not harming to make an interest, and then, yeah, kudos to him because it was far from interesting. Yeah, we haven't really had a firm and fast open since Carnoustie. Yeah, if memory serves, that's brutal. And even U.S. Open LACC was was wet as far as I remember. Like, yeah, just haven't got the conditions that these courses deserve. It's climate change, lads. Probably is. Yeah, as Europe burns, we're drowning over here. Need to go somewhere. Yeah, Matthew Jordan was a great story. I thought, fair play to him. Yeah, he did very well. Yeah, yeah. like he was never going to win, but he had a, oh. about as good a week as he could have. I would have thought there was some notable performers like that. Like Alex Fitz pulled out, pulled it out of bag as well. Like top twenty, first open, bad final round, but um, yeah, show serious signs. Like he was brilliant. Yeah, good I to watch. You know. Followed him in a practice round in Mount Julia. It's like, this lad is unbelievable. Backed him to win the Irish Open, missed a cup in a mile. But he's a serious player. 
Um, like it's 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 just so many angles and takes on it. Like, but um, if you go down, yeah, do you want to like go down the leaderboard a bit? Yeah, yeah, go on. Um, like who are who do we even have? Tight set. Tom Kim, he was a gas man limping around the place. Rumor has it that he was getting offered crutches post round and stuff. Wasn't able to load his left Two sixty-seven. But where the injured golfer? Not a bother on him. Sepp Straka, Ryder Cup. Lock. I think it's, it has mm. to be pretty close. That's yeah. Seamus Power gone. Uh, Alex Fitzpatrick's playing the Irish Challenge this week. Is he? Yeah, he's after winning like 300 grand there in in, uh, in Liverpool. Is he's he coming, playing in Hedford this week? He's coming over to Kells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to spend his cash. Um, yeah, late bolt for the Ryder Cup. No chance. Um Straka is now on the bubble anyway, officially. Poor Yannick Paul's been uh, bumped out with the automatics. The automatics. He's in the oh, bubble still. So Paul Moronk, Matt Fitzpatrick, and Straka. Seb Straka. Now that's it. Like that's uh, like you. He'll be he on looks it. like a man who would make a lot of birdies. Whatever yeah. about anything else. He'll be on it, but I'd still worry about him. What form you get him in when he's there? Yeah. Tell you, we've a lot more lads trending now than the Yanks do. Oh well, yeah, Amer- like there's no one in that top six that really stands out from the American point of view, other than maybe three like Harmon. Probably sounds terrible, Clark. I think someone else like you. Ah, there's a good few of them like trend, like Ricky Fowler's trending and guys like that. But it's uh, it's hard. They're to not know, like, as scary though. No, they're not. No, like you, if you're no faced with a speed or like I don't even think Justin Thomas would be brought at this stage. No, well, well you, like, you'd have Harmon over him for sure. He's gone full Leeds United, that fella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, stop. Literally bad years. Yeah, post Risdale disaster. Harmon will, will be a bastard to League play one, we though. never went to League two. Did you two? not go Take to League two? All right, crap. Back. <laughs> um, oh, Thomas, God, that was actually sad watching him. The, was that the first day? First day when he was yeah, explaining yeah, yeah. his 82. Yeah, oh, just watching bad. how he was making it on the 18th, like going from bunker to Car bunker. Crash, like. Oh, my God. That's like something I do. Like, was literally, that, that's it was, was like a like 12 handicapper in the bunker. But, but don't with a uh, don't make us change. Oh well, even the chip into the bunker <laughs> earlier in the round, like that, and it looked like he was trying to chip it into the bunker. It was horrendous. Oh, I love seeing that struggle like that, but it's hard. It is hard. Just looking at Strack here, in fairness to him, like he had T seven at the PGA, and he's like T twenty nine, T sixteen, T thirty eight, T sixty four. Won the John Deere, Deere last week and T second, like that hundred percent done. Like he actually he's, has a lot more consistency there than I remembered. So I'd be all for him. Um, who else down this leaderboard? Rambo. Anyone take you like? Yeah, Ram. Well, that was one of my favorite highlights. Was Ram pulling his cap back? Did you see that? Yeah. And your and man the fan in the crowd in the behind. Switched, yeah, yeah <laughs> straight away. Uh, actually, yeah, Kieran that does a bit of stuff at the events messaged me straight after. Rewind your telly back there. Did that fella turn his hat around as well? <laughs> yeah. And I said it to the wife when I was watching as well. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> absolute game changer. It's like, um, yeah, like he he looked like he was fit to kill someone for the first couple of days. Came alive. Him and oh. Cam Young, they should have got them into a wrestling ring oh, after that when they came in. Two lads. Ram was walking off the fifteenth on the first day. I think it was. He missed like a two or three footer, and it was an awful putt. Like he was no aggression stroke whatsoever, and he was like a bug. <laughs> fucking robbery of a fucking course. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus! And oh. then I think he bogeyed eighteen as well, and he was just in serious like. Like steam coming out of the He ears. was blaming everybody In behind the ropes then Because he played bad Yeah, but yeah. There was way too many Oh yeah, yeah I couldn't Yeah I, I can't bloody walk around here What's going on someone I can't walk at my pace Someone stuck a boom mic In my ass Yeah <laughs> I can't even walk at my pace But well, it's, it's tough When you're playing with Macro When you're in Like you're, you're inside the ropes And you're watching everyone around You swarm and move When he hits 
Like, it is tough. Homer said it himself as yeah, well. Like, yeah. And even for the group in front of them on Saturday, it was your man, Stuart and Guido, standing up, hit the ball, having to stop because there was a McElroy roar and people were scurrying. Like, it's that's not easy. Yeah. No, um, it, what do you think of the crowds? Uh, I thought the atmosphere was very good at times, but like you got these clowns from Yorkshire and down in London, around the Midlands. They were roaring at all these West Yorkshire news. hooligans coming to the open. It is. It's a barmy army. <laughs> nah, listen, it, it was a different. Like it was noticeably different this year. That it was like there's been an increase in just stupid shouting and mad behaviour in the galleries versus previous opens. Um, and it's just the way golf is going. Like we have the traditionalists that go there, and it's just an age thing, you know. It, it's uh, we had it in Portrush. We talked about it before, like when Fleetwood and Lowry and yeah, but that was sectarianism. It's gonna choke. That was there was a bit uh, of that was sectarianism. hundred percent up yeah. the north. Like there was last call in Lowry. <laughs> you're gonna bottle it, you're <laughs> and we're like oh, Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, no, that was mad. It felt like yeah. Yeah, going up. Yeah, like, but um. Myself. But booing Harriman is just no time for that. Booing and, and shouting, get in the bunker after yeah. the drove. That was, yeah, beyond and then the pale. Homer getting like dogs of you saying, hurry up and hit it. No one, no one cares about you. No one's here to see you. Who even the hell are you? Yeah. Like, and Ricky Fowler getting booed for not taking on the investment in the 49ers. Yeah, but <laughs> that's like, good crack, though. Yeah. I know. It was. Aren't they so knowledgeable, Peter? Like, the, the, but uh, they know. They are. They are. They are the best are. crowds. And like, can, one thing that you'll say about that, right? Is if that was a US Open and the rain was coming down that heavy, there literally would have been no one there. Yeah. For the trophy celebration thing. Like, it's just, it wouldn't have happened. Whereas the fans stick around. Uh, yeah, the Americans get a lot of abuse when they come over. Like, we just back our own. We do that in Ireland. We back our own players. We're like, you go to the Irish Challenge this week, we'll get into that about, like, in Hedford. And yeah, Alex Fitz might take a few people with him this week, but like, Connor Purcell, if Connor Purcell was playing in the group ahead of Alex Fitz, like there'd be three lads with Fitz and there'd be, mm. and that'd be his family probably. Yeah. I like the, 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 only at the open will you get uh, fans clapping for a fella hacking five yards sideways out yeah. of the bunker. Because they understand how, because we have to put up with it every week. Yeah. You understand what they're up against. So, um, yeah, the, to the better part of it, the crowds were good, but. It was just a bit. It was more noticeable the roaring and shouting and messing. There's a lot more of it. Sorry, yeah. repeating on myself. It's it's yeah. It's yeah. It's the way of the world. It's how it's going to go. They're all well fueled and drink and stuff. And I don't mind it. To be I honest, I, if a golfer can't handle a bit of heckling, good luck. What's the funniest chant you've heard all week, though? The best one I heard was I don't know who it was teed off. I think it was Brian Harmon teed off on one of the things on the Saturday, and someone just roars, "Give me back my son!" <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, what the hell? <laughs> it, was, it was so good. And even he chuckled a bit like it was like... So, some fella sh- shouted Chicken Goujon and he thought he was the absolute boy. I was like, just kick him out. Yeah. Chicken, Chicken Goujon. Like, I don't know, but you have any good no, ones? No, no, I don't, but I did hear someone... Sh- I don't know what they shout, but there was an immediate shout after of, fuck off, you twat. <laughs> like... <laughs> So at least there was a bit of crowd policing going on that there was, uh, yeah, some lads taking. That's what's all about, it, isn't it? There needs to be a bit of self-policing yeah, That's going the on game, isn't it? It's a, like, that's how we play the rule book of golf. It's looked after by its participants, blah, blah, blah. Um, there were a few, like, we'll get into the course. I might as well do the course first. Oh, we've done a fair bit on the course. The bunkering around the course. What do you think of 17? 
Like, I, I went down it. there. I loved, loved it. it. I loved yeah, it as well. Right. Went down. The first thing I did when I got there, you hear all this talk about 17. It is an absolute, like, beast of a hole. Looking at it from the tee, it looks like you just don't know where to hit it. It's only 130 yards because you know if you've been up around the green, like, how severe the slope off is on the right-hand side and how dead the, the bunkers are. Yeah, but how dead the bunkers are. But there, there wasn't as many card records as I thought there this year. I just feel sorry for the members now that have to face into, like, six years of that before <laughs> the next Open comes. Yeah, I just thought, like, you stand on the... I stood on it in practice, just stood on the tee, and you're looking, you can see the bunker left, right, and the massive one in the, in the front. But then you look, you can't see over the back of the green. It looks like it's the end of the world if you yeah. go over the back of the green. Um. But I loved it. I loved the carnage as well. Like, it gave everything from birdies. Hole in one to six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What more do you want? And I absolutely adored uh, Matt Fitzpatrick having, like, a six, a card record, open championship record on this. Just because of what Billy oh, said. I adored yeah. it. I absolutely adored it. I was like, have it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your caddy to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> exactly. Again, the weather affected that hole. Like, there was also no wind, whatever but the rain. There was yeah. very little wind over the weekend. And that was, like, if that green was firm, it would have been very interesting. Yeah. Bordering You're talking fair. a seventh in, yeah. in Shinnecock, like, yeah. if it was firm. Is that a bit before your time? Uh, before yours, anyway, Ronan. I seventh probably in know Shinnecock, you've gone, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 2004 US Open. Oh, were you born? I was, yeah. Just. That was my first US Open. I was at 14. Yeah, I should remember, but I don't. I wasn't working in golf. Media. No, they syringed <laughs> the green mid round, like Harrington's on record going bananas at it. I think it was just after his group played. They couldn't hold the green. Everything people were putting like five foot putts and it ended up in a bunker. Like it was yeah. that severe. Lost the golf course. Yeah, they lost the course. They've lost the course. Um, uh, internal OB, I thought it was like, loved absolutely it. necessary. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, that's it's been there for a hundred and fifty yeah. years. Like they can't just rock up and give out about it. Yeah. It's um, it's an integral part of the course. It's it's a and th- that third hole. That's not always. That's the first, isn't it? That's the In, first. Yeah. Th- oh, did you play Jesus, that yeah. as the first when you played it? No, yeah, they they third. had the open road. Yeah. Um, God knows where they go. The members after that hole to go and play the next one. The third, the fourth, fourth. What are the first and second then for them? The first and second is the third and fourth. So outside the clubhouse, the third hole that we seen for the tournament, that's the members first. Yeah. And then the so fourth is the second. Okay. That goes off the other way and then it just keeps going around. I don't know how they end it, but it obviously no, ends looks like up in. Figure yeah. out Pythagoras' oh, theorem over yeah. here. Cause, no, cause the, the, honestly, because the first... The first it looks like Alan from the hangover yeah. counting matches there in the corner. Because the first and second hole in the open as a player are just so separate to the rest of the golf course. It's okay, Rob. Where do they go when they play? Oh. <laughs> any any members of Highlight? Yeah, get a Highlight <laughs> member on the line. Surely <laughs> you did go. met someone. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was the internal OB worked really well. 18, yeah. like 18 is a card wrecker as well. It's not, the, like, if you play it in calm conditions, not the toughest of holes, but with any sort of crosswind, it's, it's oh, a nasty, nasty. Actually, up there with my favourite moments of the week. Lord Tyrell hitting 2 OB was, yeah, no, just it was so good. glorious. I wish he had lost his shit at the same time, but he actually took it pretty well. He did take it well. Yeah. There, like, there was some really funny moments like that. Um, what was it? The funniest. 
uh, Frankie Molinari letting a fart out in the first. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he hit this ripper. And a, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Literally. A big boom mic stuck up his arse on the side of the thing. <laughs> it was oh, so good. And nobody yeah. even, no one bad an eyelid. It was just like, oh yeah, walk on. No one will pick that up and it's all over Straight Twitter. Straight on Twitter, it's yeah. It's all over Twitter. Yeah. Any oh, no, other funny moments? Um, no, Guido Migliotti is a fan of the vape. Yeah, I yeah, can see that. along there, vape, and I was like, "Fair play to you, fair play to I you, son." I've no wish you would have vaped. Um, someone needs to, someone needs to save uh, Victor Hovland from Jay Lindeberg. Yeah, he was looking wild, wasn't he? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that blue and white thing. It's the first thing you showed me when we got there last week. Look at this lad's outfits for the week. Like this is carnage. Yeah, I'd say like, they're playing up to it at this stage. Yeah, they oh, are. They yeah. are. But we were actually lucky that it pissed rain at the weekend because what he had underneath his wet gear was. Horrific! <laughs> it was horrific. It was he'd be done. He'd be up in the Hague this week yeah. if he was. Like McElroy's wetsuit now was a bit questionable as well. He looked like a UPS delivery man awesome. going around with the brown. I didn't mind that as much. I thought G- Mickelson rocking up like he, I don't know what, like disheveled day two of a wedding, kind of just turning up on spec in that jump, like cardigan jumper thing. He looked horrendous, and he had a strop as well. Like finish was a tre- treble double or double treble. Like, just totally lost interest. It was almost like he did that when the ball was moving on the green with the putt. He did it in the bunker. Just lost yeah. all control. Very sad decline of Mickelson. What um, do we think of, like, I know we're going into takes on it now, but the Irish in the field. Um, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, outside of McElroy that we've talked about. So Lowry Larry so lost a shit. He lost a shit breaking the club. Uh very, very moody. Like I know it means a lot to it means a lot to us all. Like Harrington said, he can break all his clubs. Yeah, as long as he doesn't damage the course. That was a funny one. That was a funny take. You were no, at that like, interview, the Harrington interview, were you? No. Well, you should I have was, been. You were I, being paid to be at that interview. I was talking to Anya Dunnigan <laughs> for the magazine, and uh, no, uh, the other lads went to that one. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I wasn't at that one. But uh, no, Larry concerns me. And he has done for a long time, as you all well know. Just, like, since he got rid of Bo, it just hasn't really happened for him. You sent a scary video. You said he wasn't putting a well in the putting green before he went out. Yeah. You kind of Missing foreshadowed what yeah. was going to happen. <laughs> but, uh, no, like, I think someone mentioned it to me that maybe, I think this is the time where the sort of trial basis thing with, uh, with Reynolds is going to be determined so I'd be surprised if that continues to be honest I really really yeah, but who would. else is he going to get Darren's a really good caddy and they're good mates and as you, do you think would yeah, it's so it's hard, hard to speculate these it's things. hard because he only wants an Irish caddy which I completely understand but no harm for a year or so got your comfort zone tell you what I should take that shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say he'd love to have you. Ah, listen, I'd, I'd get him that. in a great yeah, form I'd have, have great form <laughs> now but uh, no breaking your club Especially at an open championship isn't isn't a good look. Yeah, he's frustrated. Like it means a lot. Like he probably got to the hurling over the weekend, which is the only positive part. My of God, it, Limerick you know? were relentless, unbelievable. Only in the second half. Yeah, but like that's a twenty minutes and game over. Yeah, Never true. seen a, a performance like it. Um, on the caddy thing, just on McElroy, I thought it was interesting yesterday. Even though he missed the putt on the ninth, which felt like a crucial putt, Harry stepped in behind and was definitely giving him a read. The whole previous day, he overborrowed every single putt, um, missed it on the low side. But I thought, like Harry's such a good golfer, why not get his opinion? Like I, 
even if it like it, it doesn't align with your opinion like i just that critical thinking and all he has to try something different um i'd love to see harry called in way more just make that a common thing most players let their caddies yeah, read that's the thing like we're talking about putting stats like rory is hot and cold on the green so when he's on he's on that doesn't make you a bad putter that could make you a bad reader so I yeah. I agree with what you're saying. Like he could he plays an instinct. Rory doesn't take many practice swings. He just doesn't sees something, stands in over, boom, gone. So maybe that process, changing that reading process, is something that um, they need to do. But yeah. Um, what about Alex McGuire? I, I saw oh. an interesting quote that you didn't lead with. Um, Charles Schwartzel said of the best swing he's ever seen. Pretty sure that was a direct quote from Alex yeah. McGuire. Yeah, he said that. Yeah. Ah. I don't know. He's pretty. He's got a good swing, to be fair. But uh, you know yourself when uh, you're playing with someone, just gonna they're gonna praise you tongue in cheek. But maybe, maybe it was. I don't know. Ah, he does obviously. It's, it's he is serious. You know, it is yeah. good. Oh, he started, yeah. so he'll be kicking himself. If he hasn't won that silver medal. I'm convinced if he made the cut, he'd have won the silver. He would have uh, absolutely. La- La- Lamprecht with what he did in the first round, the silver medal almost becomes relevant. He's thinking, I have a chance here. You know, he yeah. wants to keep up there inside the top ten and have a good weekend to challenge maybe for the Claret Jug or what have you. But like every day he got worse and worse and worse. And it's just a shame for Alex that Finish he got away, from him, got away from him in the second round. Like he started well the second round. Like he was level par through seven, made a double on eight and he kind of just didn't recover from that. And he was, he was actually very disappointed and fair play to him for actually coming and chatting after because to shoot 80 any day is a pretty chastising experience. Yeah. Seamus Parrish should have made that cut as well. Two doubles on the Friday. Yeah, I just had no confidence about him going in after he um, pulled out of Scotland with that hip injury. Like, the, whatever that was, he couldn't have been 100% this week. He's in a tricky week. spot now, Seamus Power. He's in trouble. But the thing is, and he mentions this himself, not everyone's going to be playing FedEx Cup at the playoffs. Like, he will be there. He has an extra, at least two events to get him in. And if he gets into the Tour Championship, like, that's a yeah. pretty good claim. So he does have time to recover, but... Time is running out, and the win has got him another like he's another year of exemptions yeah. and stuff like that as well. So he's, he's grand. I'm actually he's at the media day for the Irish Open is tomorrow, so he's at that. He's outside oh, the top. He's outside the top fifty now. Yeah, for the first time yeah, in probably a year and a half. Yeah. So um, no, it was interesting. No, I was I was very impressed with Alex McGuire how he spoke. How like we spent a lot of time with him at the start of the week. Went in, immersed himself in the tournament. Yeah, wasn't there just to make up numbers no. and played played some really really good golf. Will be a bit disappointed um, that he didn't make the cut and put in a challenge and that because it was well within his grasp. But the one quote that I I was really happy for to see him putting out like he knows he can compete at that level now. He, he didn't see anything different there that he couldn't do, and it was just um, you know you're thrown into the deep end of a major like that. It is a very eye-opening experience, but uh, no, he, he he will take a lot and learn a lot from this week. And um, like he's another year left in college. I know we spoke to him on the Wednesday beforehand, Ronan. He's like he's not at the South this week. He's had to take a week off because he's, he's the totally ball, fair. He's playing the ball, ball like. yeah, the ball like next week, yeah. um, which is a sort of a Ryder Cup themed amateur event uh, with Europe against America. So he's in that team. Still no word on the Walker Cup stuff. Um, no. Surely that has to follow very soon. Ah, yeah, 100%. Like, he's 1-100, to 100, like we were saying a few weeks yeah. ago. And when you see, like, what Ireland played England in the yeah, European beat, final. Beat John Goff, and he beat John Goff. And he said he felt he had to win that to get yeah. on the Walker Cup team. Exactly. Because there's some selectors on the English side. But I thought, like, 
going back to his performance at the Open, I thought the way he responded to the double bogey on 14 to go from plus one to plus three on the first day was really, really good. Yeah. I thought the show, you know, set a bollocks on him, like, mm. birdie <laughs> 15, birdie <laughs> 18. Like, for an amateur playing your first pro event, your first major, very easy to get overawed when something like that happens. Yeah. And, like, he said he went to the 15T, had a little chat with himself on his own for three or four minutes, didn't talk to the caddy. So I thought that said a lot about how mentally strong he is, that he was able to, you know, settle himself and finish really strongly. No, no, I was I was well impressed. Like he'd go on to big things, you know. So, um, is that it from the open? Do you have any other takes in the open, lads? I don't. Uh, no. no, as you say, long so. wait now till the Masters. I thought it was your last major with us. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Done. Yeah, that's it. Major. Masters. I was actually thinking that I started with you in 2015, and I thought I was going to sign off this week, having like seen out Rory's drought. It started with me, and it's going to continue after I'm gone now. Sadly. You should have gone instead of me. Yeah, things might have turned out differently. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Sad. It's rough. It's rough. It is rough. Um, right, roundup of other bases going on. We've obviously we've the South happening this week. We do. Um, yeah, few few absentees from the field this week, which is disappointing. It just it clashes with other things. Obviously, Alex is away. Uh, Max Kennedy is away as well, and like you got Hugh Foley, Matt McLean, and Mark Power are playing stateside now in in preparation for the. US amateur coming up. Uh, Mark Power's playing the Irish Challenge. Yes, yeah, Mark Power's playing Irish Challenge. Liam Nolan's playing the Irish Challenge too. And then you've got Sean Keeling, who's away playing the US Junior. So a few kind of big names missing. But you still have a couple of really good feature groups if anyone wants to go out and watch. You've got Peter O'Keefe, uh, Rob Brazel, and uh, Connacht Stroke Play champion Sam Murphy, who I think he shot 11 under there at the weekend. Yeah. So. If there's if there's any bookies doing uh, odds, he'd be he'd be worth a flutter. He'd be slashed. Uh, Ryan Griffin, Owen Murphy, Joshua Hill is another is another good group working out and watching. Quentin Carew, uh, Colin Campbell are playing together. So there are still you know good names there. Rob Moran's playing, I think, with Keith Egan and Luke O'Neill, another strong three ball. Mark Poucher as well. Like there's still you know big names. Jack Hearn, Richard Knightley. So plenty still to go out and watch. I fancy I'm gonna have a punt on Quentin Carew this week. Actually, I fancy Quentin to do well. Fair play to you. Go on. The guards they aren't on the streets of Dublin, so you may as well. In fact, on the fairways. Yeah, I'm gonna have a punt on Quentin. Um, yeah, no, it'll be a good. It's all South is always a great event. Like uh, looking forward to it this week. Uh, one of us will end up down there one day, but it goes on a long. Like it's a long week. It's a long week. It's a long it's week. Funny, Alex is Alex McGuire's list is the favourite this week for the South of Ireland. And he's not playing. He's not playing. He's Happy ten days. to one. Sam Murphy's joint favorite, ten to one. Max Kennedy, fourteen. He's also not playing. TJ Ford now, the local boy down in the Hinch. Good way of laundering money now. If you have a load of money sticking around, just one. back him and just claim it back. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a little inside job there. David Shield, thirty-three to one, would be my tip. Yeah, there you have it. now from the horse's mouth. From um, the Irish Challenge then at Headford. So we've already touched on. It's it's a pity these two events are clashing because we should have a lot more amateurs playing and the yeah, they have a Monday qualifier today uh, down there. They have a couple of local boys. I know we've done a piece on that as well. Playing that. Who are the two lads? Is Evan Ship? Is one. Mark did the piece. And Ty Burns, is it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. That are um both playing like two home lads. But there's a lot there's a lot of people playing that qualifier today. Yeah. Uh, to like a lot of lads um playing clutch pro have kind of Taking that off, come play this, and maybe some of them will fly over and just play clutch pro the next morning instead of playing the practice. Evan Shipp yeah. and Tyburn. Well, like yeah. it's 
the whole thing with the um, I think it's the Christy O'Connor trophy for the Irish player. Like you can't turn that down. You never know if you get in if you have a week. Hundred percent. You could be playing the Irish Open. You have the week of your life, and that's yeah. it. You're playing the Irish Open, and you can have another week of your life. But um, no, on the amateur points, I think we had three or four last year. We only have Liam Nolan and Mark Power. But uh, Mark Mark's best buddy Paul Murphy's playing, so best luck to him. Yeah, Mark McGowan's uh, best buddy. Irish amateur champion John Goff's in the field too, so like he'll have plenty of support because it's it's nearly as it's genuinely that's nearly his home, home event, event for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. as much as the island felt like he was at home, he's playing in bloody Kells. Like, yeah, there's but a load of interesting lads. So like Sharvin, Paul Dunn, Niall Carney, Jonathan Colwell, John like, Murphy. John John Murphy's there. Yeah, I was actually surprised with that because that's not a very long break if he's staying up this week. He's playing a lot though. I've seen in his Insta. He's playing a fair bit. He's clipping balls. He's down. Oh yeah, like he wasn't taking a break from his from the game, but just competitive golf. I thought, but maybe like that could be a nice one to nurse your way back in. Yeah, the field's good. Like, and it's obviously not a DP World Tour event, but there's a lot of lads who are either haven't fulfilled their potential or are on the DP World Tour and are kind of like have been or have become like also runs like Will Cunningham, Renato Paratore, Brandon Stone is playing. Like, really? Yeah. Uh, you've Tom Lewis. Like, how good was he supposed yeah. to be? He's playing. Like, is Matteo Manassaro down? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. He's gone two Billy Big bollocks now for challenge tour. Yeah. One two of them now like won't even come to Ireland. Benjamin Heber is playing. Good French player. Um, it'll be a class event. Like Hedford, the uh, the new course Hedford is when it's set up right like that is a top top test. So it'll be very interesting. This this event got. A really hard weather week in 2018 when we had it, and, and this it, month hasn't been much better. It hasn't been much better, no. But the weather forecast looks a bit better for this week. Like it's, uh, it'd be good. So if you do, like if you can, if you're starved of golf and you couldn't get across so much professional golf, like a visit to Hedford over this weekend uh, will be really, really good. And there's always but great it's free. Stuff to do. Yeah, Did you yeah. say that? Yeah. yeah, like unreal. Just get in, register for tickets, uh, rock up, and it's it's class, like. Amen, Pete. Amen. Um, we have a major this week as well. Evian. Yeah, Evian. half a major. I, I don't buy into the Evian. Like, I, I'm Why? not going to hype this one up. I had a lovely bottle of Evian water this week. So You're drinking Ishka now. There's a bottle of Ishka there. You shouldn't be you. drinking bottle of water. How many times do I have to tell you this, Ron? Your man. Yeah, oh Ev- Evian water is the best around, lads. Right. Uh, yeah, the Evian. Leona is... She's trending still. Like, it's... She's due... Is she trending? Like, be, like of course she was trending, but these, this is what freaks me out about this uh, women's schedule. Like, they were playing the Great Dow Lakes Invitation, Bay Lakes, or whatever it is, team event before this week. I just think it's a strange run-up to the majors. They had back-to-back at majors earlier in the year. I think it's so hard to gauge where a player's at going into a women's major, the way the schedule's been this year. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, herself and Steph ha- have major form to lean on. But I just I don't like when players are taking a couple of weeks before a major, and not because like because they don't really have anything that they want to play in. Yeah, um, it's a bizarre schedule. No, it'll be an interesting one, but uh, no, it's but no, like Leona shot that. sixty-one, didn't she? There yeah, last good, year, good course form like, there, like so. You yeah, know. good course form, and then she showed a bit at the Aramco series a few weeks ago as well. Like I know she never really got in the mix, Corda just ran away with that, but she's she's there thereabouts. Uh, Lauren Walsh isn't in the field for that, but she had. Like, she's really hit the ground running professionally as well. She seems to be taken to it like a duck to water. So she just missed out on an L.E.T. access title straight out the gate there last week. Yeah, debut there. Um, Like, the week before, she missed the cut at the Dana Open, which would have been a really good experience on the LPGA Tour. Um, Last week, 
yeah, like she was overnight leader on day one, didn't have a great second day, but played well in the last round, pipped by a shot to Liana Bailey of England. Um, said she played a lot better. She actually said like she played her worst golf the first day. She shot 66 or something. Um, so golf's a funny old game. And she's actually back at the exact same golf course this week. And a live update is that she's two under through five holes. So another access event. I asked her what her plan was, like because you can earn status on the LET through these events. But her plan is LPGA Tour Q School, and LET by all accounts would be a a backup plan. But yeah. like it'd be a good backup plan to have if things don't go well back in America. A few Irish girls going well in the LET the last few weeks, like Sarah Barron and mm. Anna Foster showed up well, and obviously Lauren last week and, and so far today. Hopefully she keeps it going. Like great little tour to kind of establish yourself at pro level good professional golf for them to play like it just whets your appetite for it doesn't it big time not lauren's been well looked after as well like she's on some annika program has accommodation and stuff in the states of course to practice on like golf ireland funding her as well with a bit i seen a few weeks ago so yeah she has half a grant or whatever for the rest of the year so yeah she's a really good chance to start off really well um anything else in roundup there was like there was no irish interest in these events, but like Ashke Vadia, who's a 21 year old American, he's a like seems like a character to be fair to him. Like, he turned probably 17 and um, beat Patrick Rogers in a playoff at the Barracuda. By um, he had to birdie the last Patrick Rogers misses putt, and then Rogers went into a divot down the first playoff hole, chunked it, didn't get up and down. And um, so, Vadia won the title. Patrick Rogers still without a win, but it's a nice one to pick up those. Uh, Cross field events or whatever when there's a major on like cause it's like that's that's his exemption sorted into the majors and stuff so hopefully the PJ Tour will be hoping they have a new star. Well, that's it. Look, what, look, what, a different, look what a different Seamus Power. Exactly. He won two of those sort of different times though. I semi just, I struggle with these mm. now. Like we don't know what the PJ Tour is going to be like next year. What did he get? A one year exemption. I think. Or is it it's, two? Like I think it's, it's only a year, but it, one year into exemption. into the PJ into the players stuff like that. Is it definitely? Yeah, hundred percent. He's a lean, well, lean he's a lean, lean man. Oh, stop. When Do you had, remember he, he, he had to strip down, yeah. to his, he yeah. stripped down to his boxers at one stage earlier in the year? I think that was at the match play or something. It was at a decent event anyway. Might have been the match play. I think he it was in one of that. those uh, off-season events yeah, yeah. the year. But no, some fan heckled him. I think afterwards asked him, like, how much do you weigh? And he said, look, I think he said something along the lines, whatever it is, plus the check I've just won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Um... There was LPGA, again, no Irish interest. Shea and Knight and Elizabeth Sokol uh, won the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational. They're calling themselves the Elizabethan Knights, which is a good little nickname. Congrats on that, whoever made that up. Um, And then, just sailing myself down rivers of pronunciation here, but the La Sella Open on the LET was won by Nuria Iturios of Spain. It's her fourth... L.E.T. win should I say and I presume she'll be at Tremolan Castle yeah Um. so yeah there's a winner Um. to look out for I guess like she's only I think 25 or something like that so tickets are going fast for that as well apparently so do um, feels to definitely take in shape like yeah. and log yeah. in to um, if you just do a search for a KPMG Women's Irish Open it's, it'll, it'll hit up top of that and yeah definitely get your tickets quick because I'd say I would be surprised if the weekend The weekend will sell yeah 100%. So uh, get on soon if you have any ambition of bringing the kids down or going yourself down it will be a great week so and it's great to have like there and 
the Irish Open kind of back to back as well, and then we're leading into Solheim and mm. Ryder Cup, all that stuff. Like it's a mad it's few a months lot ahead. Of work, boys. Mad it's a few lot months. Of work. Yeah, you're gone. You'll be in Brazil there. You'll be in Colombia somewhere. Yeah, all that chicos in the lithium mines. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's it from Roundup as well. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Heroes and villains. Who wants to start? I'll start off. My heroes. I've two heroes. So Sky Sports goal for the coverage. I just thought it was top class. I think Sky Sports smash it out of the park for the Open Championship. Uh, compared what they're served up uh, the other side of the water. We give Sky a lot of abuse a lot of times, but when they have full access, uh, you know, we had every... There's nothing you missed for the Open Championship with that team um, that they had there, and the coverage was class. And then Jamie Butler uh, in Nace two weeks ago. Uh, we didn't do a pod last week, so he did 100 holes for the... Uh, Jack and Jill Foundation, uh, which is a local charity in Nice. He still has his, I think he's up like 12 grand or something he's made. So he played 100 holes in a day. It absolutely hosed down for the entire day on him. Barred the last nine holes. I went up for the last nine holes. I would follow him around. He finished really strong. 100 holes. He shot level par for the 100 holes. So his last four holes, he went eagle, birdie, par, and then missed a six-footer on the last which I was sticking videos yeah, up of to go one under for 100 holes, carrying his own bag for the day. Uh, so all to raise money for Jack and Jill. So huge shout out to Jamie Butler. It was an unbelievable achievement and fair play. Anyone that does want to contribute to that, look up uh, Jamie Butler on any of his social channels and he has links there all over the places how to, how to give a few quid. I, yeah, unbelievable. Like we actually played golf yesterday and mentioned him to the fellow I was playing with because I was like... That weather was bad enough, and my mate was like, "Could you like? I couldn't think of anything worse than playing thirty six holes today." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, you should see this fella like a hundred holes, um, and to shoe level par is just insane." Over it's that. unbelievable. Like, I don't know how how many pairs of shoes he wear. Like he must have been changing his socks think, the whole time. I think he was messing with the socks, sorry, but the same shoes. I'd say he, um, yeah, and then he took a break for twenty minutes. Uh, the greenkeeper there moved some of the flags around for him while he was out because the rain was so bad there was water starting to gather on some of the greens. So he moved the pins to higher spots, which made them tougher to get to. Yeah. So mad. No, I thought he was class. Ron, what you have? Surely there's a few things you picked up along the way. I have a huge villain, John Rams Caddy. <laughs> He's a disgrace, lads. <laughs> He's an absolute <laughs> disgrace. So um, Ram carves this t-shirt off twelve. Calls four, fair play to him. And I'm just standing there, a ball goes over my head, and I hear this loud crack. It's like hit someone off like a laptop or maybe the roof of a buggy or something like that. And I turn around, this fella is just stunned into silence, his body frozen, this dead look in his eyes, looking straight forward, <laughs> and just blood gushing out of his head. Ram goes over, and it, fortunately for Ram, the ball got head butted into the bunker and he played backwards. But um Ram goes over, has signs of glove as you do, and he was actually really genuine, oh I'm sorry, blah blah. You, you could have headbutted it back into the fair. I mean, the usual joke and that you yeah, yeah. all good humoured. So, and the marshals weren't too quick to call over a medic either, which I thought was a bit weird. So this fella is getting treated by the medic who eventually arrives and Rams played out backwards, getting ready to hit his third into the, into the green. And um, John Rams caddy turns around and asks, could they be quiet? Oh, the medics? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then some scouser, trust the scouser to put a fella in his place. It's a bit hard to be, Effing quiet when his lad's blood gushing out his head and he's getting treated, pal. Yeah. I just thought that was just a shambles. Yeah, yeah. Stop. And like Ram couldn't give a damn. 
Yeah, like, he'd give him the glove. He'd paid his dues. Yeah. Ram, Ram, does, Ram, does, Ram, <laughs> no. Ram doesn't care if he's doesn't care if he's making noise. He's going to get out in the shop ah. regardless. Like <laughs> he should have done the Harrington and given them a bit of cash for dinner. That yeah, was a, that was a proper response. It was unreal that that, that was so good. You could add your apocalypse now moment there when there was no medic. I need a medic. Medic. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, who are your heroes, Ron? Do you have any heroes? Alex McGuire Alex was close McGuire, to being a hero yeah, for me. Close. Um, Lamprecht. Lamprecht's a hero. <laughs> Lamprecht. Just for what he did in 17. For being able to tee down I was the like, ball. Fair play to the height difference between oh. him and Harmon, like when they were in the tunnel. Shocking. It was so funny. I didn't get to see much of Lamprecht. It was a. I kind of regret that a wee bit. He's, but a, I thought, he's a unit. I thought he was his series his, yeah. uh, clapping on 17 was good. Crack. Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. play to you. Enjoy your experience. Yeah. Um, Villain Scott Stallings, another <laughs> villain, boys. What oh. do you tell every amateur golfer? Hit a provo if you're not sure. Oh, Carrows yeah. and out of bounds in 18. Up he walks, finds his ball, picks it up, walks back another 280 yards to where he played it from. And in these, you're dressed in all black and these atrocious, like Ted Mosby, how I met your mother, red golf shoes. Like, shocking. Get Villain. out. See that. Get out. Get home. Get yeah. on the next flight. Get out of here. Honestly. No, no one wants you around anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, That's how poor Brian Harmon felt <laughs> Literally yeah I tell you If you're a Brian Harmon backer Oh my god You would have been so sweet 170 to 1 Loads of lads you man, Like literally no fear Of your yeah. money The whole time Doesn't like, matter. The money was spent to b- Imagine having them Yeah cashing out After day 2 Oh you'd never do it <laughs> I couldn't um, What do I This is like uh, I feel like going all Like Father Ted Golden Cleric Awards Like <laughs> and now For the liars <laughs> This is um, your last hero Oh stop I have so many <laughs> I uh, know I don't. Um, who do I? I actually fully agree with you about this coverage. That was my hero. Um, and I actually saw good old John Hogan. You can't spell hug without hugging. Um, like, just heard from someone watching the open output on Sky. Part of the problem is trying to cover a lot of airtime when not much is happening. Some of those speaking of only surface knowledge of the game, they struggle to fill the time with anything of interest. And he said that's spot on. Couldn't disagree more. I like. I really think that um, on the range stuff all week set a really good tone. Oh, big time! You don't want some like anorak of the game there, like spouting shite about how Hoylake played in nineteen eighty or, or even before eighteen ninety, should I say? Yeah. Um, I thought like Iona Stevens really good. Like I think in CMA Mets improving. Um, huh. That's a nice way to say she's not great. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like I think she's learning her craft or whatever. I think I I own his class. Um, like Nick Doherty's best in the business, I reckon. A fill in time. Like they have to talk so much shit. Like that is such a hard job. And to like barely miss a beat, I think deserves serious. David Hell was good as well. Did you see him? With I the seen hickories? him with the hickories. Yeah, that was gas. That was gas afterwards. Oh, Himself oh. and Holmesy. Absolutely unbelievable Taking out the bunker In front of him That was He hit one of them backwards One of them he hit (laughs) And it went like Minus five yards In a long driving competition With hickories Uh, I thought he was class I think the the dame Laura Davis She'd be a villain In my week Yeah because she's already Calls again Stop It's funny how much What you miss so much (laughs) stuff And you just can't complain He missed it He missed it it She was worse She was She She is horrific She couldn't add any less Like to the commentary She takes away from the game Just constantly (laughs) Predicting things wrong The cut line was funny She's playing the women's Irish Open She should have her Damehood 
re- retracted or whatever. The, yeah, hundred oh, percent. Go up God. and call her Laura and see what she does. Herself and Faldo Laura, together. Laura, can I have like, an autograph? Yeah, sorry, it's Dame. Not in this island. Yeah, not. yeah absolutely not. <laughs> That's one thing I do anytime that like Nick Faldo's mentioned in the press release, I delete all the shirts. <laughs> I make no uh, no qualms about that pettiness. whatsoever. Yeah, no, get amongst it. What are you celebrating? Darren Nunes, 30 goals this season at the double already. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> if it's not ordering Ubers, he's, uh, he's watching football yeah. when we're doing a pod. Some um, Liverpool friendly somewhere, right? I'm not done here. I'm not done. But bunker tempering, you mentioned that earlier, taking a t- disgrace to the game. Like the, the pros give out on Thursday and everything changes overnight. I'm surprised they were let play in the rain. Really annoyed me. British press... The Lottie, I think you're all the, the top. The Lottie. Ah, I think there was people from Bunkered and stuff. Like, do you want reasons to root against Brian Harmon? And they were taking photos of him with that murdered elk. But he hunted that elk with a bow and arrow, and he eats every bit of that elk, and he hangs its horns yeah, yeah. over his fireplace. While you go buy your cheap chicken from Buddy Asda, wherever you go, <laughs> and don't give a shit where it was sourced. Brian Harmon is the man. The hunted became the hunter. I love the butcher. He's he's my hero. Right. British press villains. villains. Next. No, Next, I'm done right? now. <laughs> I'm done now. Yeah. yeah, I'm done. Right. Jeez, uh, that is good. We got an hour and eight minutes of this anyway. But any, like we said at the start of the podcast, yeah, it is a bit of a moment because you started this podcast off with us, John, or you're off to bigger and better things now, going doing a bit of traveling off to Australia. So this is your last podcast. I just want to say an absolute huge thank you for everything you've contributed and brought to the other side of the microphone. I've had great crack recording these with you. Uh, the last year, two years, well, it was three years ago since we started the pod. We've had great fun doing it and everything else. Yeah, you'll be really missed and we will dial you in the odd time. Yeah, uh, I know you're cool. you're moving on, you're going to Australia, but you won't be a stranger next year. We'll get you involved in a couple of things. But yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. And I know... Uh, since we made the announcement, nothing bad against you, Ronan, now, but since we've made the announcement, the amount of people that have come up to me and said, jeez, that podcast won't be the same without John Craven. Get uh, out. No, because we bounce off each other well. We have a bit of crack about it. It's nice and footloose, fancy-free. So, uh, yeah, no, you'll um, be you missed. Can you'll compi- be missed. compile all those tributes for me. I need all the all the help I can get. I uh, know, I've loved the pod. So, yeah, thanks, Pete. It's been a pleasure. When we first started doing a pod, I was like, oh, fuck's sake, a podcast. Like, everyone has a <laughs> podcast. But it's actually a pleasant break from typing. And yeah. it's nice just being able to shoot your shit. And we don't answer to anyone. We can give straight opinions. We're not RTE in here. We do whatever we want. Live so. bashing won't be the same. No one else gets up for it. Like, I can't bait I, I have a lot of hope about Ronan's moral compass pointing the right direction. That man has no code. <laughs> <laughs> He's less of a code That's than true. He, all he wants is live media passes. <laughs> he yeah, well, yeah, that's it. You, can't, you win him over. That's it. A Range Ghost t-shirt and he's mine. <laughs> <laughs> he will do anything. This is a medallion true. and a t-shirt. Come on, Ron. You're better than this. So, uh, no, that's it. I think, yeah, we sign out. Anything else you want to say before you go? No, over and out. Over and yeah. out, done. Right, cheers for joining us as well, Ronan. Uh, we'll be back again next week without John Craven, because he's... Oh, I do. I'm starting my own uh, GoFundMe. I was telling you that <laughs> earlier. Going to be putting up an article a week. <laughs> yeah, no, go on. Um, no, cheers for tuning in. We'll be back next week, and uh, chat to you soon. <laughs>